Hey, hey, super gluer. I hope that you are staying warm out there. Oh my goodness. And for those of you in our surrounding Maryland areas who have been enjoying snow days, I hope that these extra days off have been awesome. For those of you who are working like me, uh, I hope that you are filled with lots of joy and just really able to experience the joy of a new year. But hey, super gluer. If you're like me, you're holding it all together for so many. You've got so much on your plate, a lot of responsibilities. And so today we are going to share in a morning prayer and gear up for a kick-ass day. We have a little bit to talk about related to the post-holiday season. And today we're going to focus on post-holiday money. Oh, money, money, money. So we know that sometimes money can be a, a, a source of of wickedness for us in a way, because it can take us off track from our real purpose in life. We can be bogged down by money or sometimes use money in ways that maybe aren't um, necessarily bringing us our best life. Money is also really awesome in that it gives us choices and freedom. And and a lot of great things can happen when we are in control of our money and making good money decisions. This is certainly not a lecture today by any means, but just to bring you some tips and things to think about as we talk about post-holiday money. So let's just jump right in. So I don't know about you guys, but I spent way too much money this holiday season. Uh, it happens every year. I always say I'm going to do less and I don't know. I just fall victim to, you know, all this stuff. Um, I'm not going to lie. I definitely, you know, spoiled the girls this year and and they definitely were super appreciative and, and I'm I'm glad about that. But I don't think we all really, you know, in my family, we really truly understand just how fortunate we are. I mean, I think we have to uh, do even better job of, of sometimes taking a step back and reflecting on on all that we have. But, you know, they, they really were appreciative and it was fun to do for them. And I, I love to, you know, make sure that we had a really, really fun Christmas and, and all of that is awesome. But if you're like me, you know, now it's like, all right, we're, we're going to get back on track. We're going to put some order back in the house when it comes to money. So um, our relationship with money has a lot to do with how we feel about our lives. Sometimes money can be a big, big stressor, right? Of course. And uh, one of the things I know that I did in early on in our marriage is I got very frustrated, I guess, when Mark would really want to tighten things up with money or be very, very budget conscious and you know, he's great at all that. I will say what we have today is because of his saving and the way that his mind works with money and he's smart with money. But man, when we were younger, it used to just drive me crazy because I was feeling like, you know, I am working. I am a working mama. I am, you know, hustling and life is hard and I want my treats and I want, and for me, it wasn't really like stuff like, um, well, I mean, not, let me not act like I'm, you know, Miss Minimalist over here. I, I like my stuff. But for me back then, it was more, I think it was about freedom. I felt like sometimes he was taking away my freedom by setting up boundaries with money. And, you know, we argued about that kind of stuff. And I think as we've evolved over the years, we've tried lots of different things. And I'll share a few of them with you. And then I'm going to share some research as well. But, you know, I think what I ended up realizing about myself is that resentment that I was feeling about money really was taking me further away from God too, because I was really using money to fill the gaps, right? And to fill the areas in which 
I was feeling weak or where, you know, I could have turned to God and, and engaged in prayer and asked the spirit to lift me up, to give me the courage and the grace to set those boundaries and to live, you know, a more, um, I guess, yeah, frivolous lifestyle, you know? And since then we've, you know, we've gotten older and, and we've been more fortunate in, in the sense of the, you know, what money we bring in and the money that goes out or whatever. I think that is to begin because we've kind of trained ourselves at this point in our lives. We don't live uh, beyond our means, which is helpful, but, but to get there, man, oh my gosh, it was just a journey. So a uh, couple of quick things I will tell you is that, you know, one that once I learned how that resentment was taking my time away from God and I was filling uh, gaps, you know, with, with wanting to spend uh, instead of getting into prayer and just sitting with God, that helped. But also um, holding money too tightly, you know, I think for Mark, he had to learn to let go too. And so it was a balance. It wasn't just one-sided. And I watch him today. He's super generous. We, you know, I think are both on the same page about that, but it took a while to get him there. You know, I, I would always be the one that wanted to spend it all and give it all away. <laughs> and he was like, no, we're going to budget. We're going to save and um, kind of hold it tightly. So I think a balance, you know, is it's it's an ongoing journey, let's just say. But um, one of the things that we tried at some point that was really helpful was to use envelopes, which is sounds super silly nowadays because everything's so credit card based, but it was basically a cash system uh, we picked that up some kind of little course or something we took along the way, and it was really helpful. So you had in an envelope each week, you know, the amount you were going to spend for groceries and the amount you're going to spend for going out and, you know, all that good stuff. And that that definitely helped. But I think uh, one of the best signs of having a solid relationship with money is being generous. And when we began to focus more on generosity and and yes, we had to have a plan and all of that stuff, but we focused our selves on generosity more than anything else, our lives really started to change. I started to actually see um, really what the Bible says about money really being true, that the more generous we were, the more we gave it away, the more we um, did not hold on to it tightly and we used it to to do good and to serve uh, for the purpose of, of, of lifting others up. It was really remarkable some of the things that started happening in our lives. So I'm a big you know, advocate of that mindset of giving it away and having a plan, being uh, within our means, but but also um, not holding too tightly. So we know that we you know when we think about self care, especially after the holidays, and we might be feeling like, oh, we spent too much, or we want to get on track, and that looks different for every family. And God knows, I am not uh, equipped to give you any financial you know advice here, except to just say that self care includes our financial needs. And so if we're going to talk about self-care and taking care of ourselves, we have to really make a commitment to thinking about our financial values and using money in ways that really bring us strength. So one of the things to kind of keep in mind is if that if you know what your financial values are and what you really want your uh, values to be with regard to money, that helps. So getting on the same page with a partner about that can help as well. And what I realized over time in my marriage that Mark's financial value of, of saving, saving, saving was for us because he cared about taking care of me and our kids and our future, you know, but my financial value was to have fun. Like you can only live once and 
I wanted to be able to experience life. And so really getting that conversation out there of like, what is it that we each value or, or what do I value for myself? And then understanding your spending habits from there. And so it's a really good time of the year to begin to kind of reset. You know, many of us have uh, financial goals or things that we're working towards. And, you know, we have ways that maybe we um, go about accessing or, or uh, excuse me, um, monitoring how we how we access our money. So monitoring by creating a spending plan and and those kinds of things. So just know that you know um, the Bible is really clear on this. In Matthew six twenty four, it says, "No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other." You cannot serve God and money. So. Just a good reminder, I guess, for myself too, just to keep in mind as we're resetting for the new year, um, not to look backwards, but to to put the plan forward and to really put God at the center of it, you know, and kind of do that reflective check of, am I using my money to do good in the world? And um, I guess my challenge to you then, uh, if you're up for it, if you're looking for a challenge, is to leave a tip this week or next week or you know somewhere in the, in the next couple of weeks leave a tip that is twice as much as you would usually give and that can be super hard to do especially when you're coming off the holidays it's a time where people start to hold really really tight to their money and they want to reset and we you know have to be uh mindful of all that and i i definitely applaud any of you who who have you know reset um and put some goals out there for money but if we hold on too tightly, we will never get uh, the freedom that comes, the financial freedom that comes when our money is tied uh, back to serving God. And so this idea of tipping, leaving a tip twice as much as you normally would give, it could be, you know, that um, it, it could be small. It could be on, on your smallest bill in the next couple of weeks coming up. Um, but think about what what makes sense for you. And I just encourage you to use money in a way that empowers others um, and empowers yourself and know that uh, you are pleasing the Lord in doing so. So let's take a moment to pray. Father God, thank you so much for the blessings of this holiday season. Thank you for allowing us to have a season of abundance and all of the fun and the joy of gift giving. And, and, you know, for many of us who provided for our family members, you know, just being able to do that, what a gift, what a blessing, what a blessing to have money to have groceries during this season. Oh my goodness. I want to say that again. What a blessing to have had money in order to have enough groceries through this holiday season. I know that that is not something that everyone can say that they experience this holiday. So I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for the abundance of food, for the abundance of gifts, for the abundance, for the pure abundance. But Lord, as we head into a new year, help us to just look, examine our values, look ahead with a plan, one that allows us to be mindful of how we're spending in a way that fills us spiritually, in a way that fulfills our ability to align to you and how you want us to use money, and to also be super generous, to never let go of generosity, even when we're trying to save and even when we're pulling back. And generosity doesn't always have to come in the form of money, Lord. I know that you teach us that. And you, when you, when you teach us in scripture, not talking about physical money all of the time, you're talking about 
getting distracted by the things that turn us or take us away from you. And so I ask us all as super gluers to turn our hearts back over to you, Lord, and I ask you, Lord, to bless us and uplift us so that we can do good in this world. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.